I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Tiva Tash podcast. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys all enjoyed your weekend. I got to spend my weekend doing some fun stuff and um, doing stuff that I don't normally do on a weekend. Um, as some of you maybe have seen on my Instagram, we got family photos done. Uh, it was so fun. I don't think my family has had family photos done since I think I was in grade nine or 10, which is like a really long time ago. And this year my parents celebrated their 30th anniversary. So I thought what a great way to commemorate the memory and the accomplishment of my family being together with some beautiful family photos. It was so fun. I just happened to get my hair done. I'm sure you guys also saw that on my Instagram. Um, Nicole, my girl, she's been on the podcast a couple times. Uh, she's a wizard with scissors and always makes me look so fabulous and feel amazing and love her. And so she did my hair before and it was just a moment. Like there's a really beautiful park in Maple Ridge where we took our photos and it was literally just as the sun was setting. It was fucking freezing, but like you had to do it for the gram. So we sucked it up. It literally took me two days to thaw myself out, but I made it happen, <laughs> and it was just such a nice hour for us to spend taking photos with each other, um, with our significant others included, and just, this is our family. Um, it's interesting to see, like, you know, as you grow up, it's always you and your parents, and then when you have an extension of yourself, um, such as a boyfriend or girlfriend, um, and to see everybody come together and get along as well as the six of us do and have fun. It's just really nice to see and I really enjoyed our family photos. And thank you to Chelsea, um, who's also a family friend. You can follow her at Chelsea Lee Photography on Instagram. She is an amazing photographer and takes the most beautiful photos. So thank you to her. Um what else did I do this weekend? I got to I got to go. Not only did I go to the pumpkin patch but I also got to go to the beautiful Fort Langley. And can I tell you guys that I'm obsessed? I have been to Langley for like hockey games or, you know, my own sports or my own stuff that I needed to do, dance competitions, what, uh, whatever. But that one portion of Langley, which is called Fort Langley, is so cute. Like, I felt like I was in a Hallmark Christmas movie. 
the shops are adorable, the antique stores, the cafes, the, the everything. It was such an experience. Uh, my boyfriend and I spent the afternoon there after the pumpkin patch, and it was just so much fun and so cool to see all these little shops. And if anything, going to Fort Langley made me want to shop local for Christmas so much more. So to anybody who's getting a gift from me this year, it is going to be all from local stores, all from local shops. Um, I'm sure if there's anything specific, I'll buy it online. But anything else, I think shopping local is so important. And why not in a super cute area? Like it's Instagram worthy for sure. Uh, What else did I want to tell you guys about? I have so much to tell you guys for this episode. Today... Today's episode, I should say, is going to be a collaboration episode with Amanda from How Did I Get This Far podcast. Um, Amanda and I took a chance on each other to do a collaboration episode, and it was just so much fun. I literally felt like I was talking to somebody who I've known for years. Um, She's so sweet and has such a cool story, so I was really excited to chat with her and It was so fun that we literally recorded for almost two hours, which is why you guys are getting a part one today and part two next week. There's so much to unpack about the podcasting world and what we do for an actual living. Like, obviously podcasting doesn't pay my bills, but I will get into what does pay my bills and what pays her bills, how we came up with these ideas you know, one thing I wanted to touch on is that, you know, when you start a passion project such as this one, it's really hard to, I don't know, it's really hard to explain to people how to charter waters such as this. Because unless you've done it before, you have no idea what's going on here, especially with me as a podcaster. Like, I've already been talking to you for five minutes and... Well, first of all, I don't remember what I've said, but second of all, just to hit the record button, it takes so much more than anybody thinks. And Amanda and I get into that and it's just such a nice conversation. And one of the most beautiful parts of this podcasting platform, which Amanda and I talk about, is how podcasting has connected us to other people. I mean, she's the second person from New York slash New Jersey who I've interviewed with all because of Zoom all because of Instagram and like I don't know how that would look without COVID to be quite honest with you. Um, So I'm really grateful that I got to have this conversation with Amanda. We are still going to get into the tea of the week right now um, but I'm just really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Without further ado, here are your tea of the week stories. I'm going to talk fast and I'm going to make them quick because I'm so excited for my episode with Amanda. So here's tea of the week story number one. Kim Kardashian, the icon, the queen, has turned 40 and we are fucking obsessed with her. Keeping Up With Kardashians did a special episode around her, um, which was also so iconic. I'm so glad that we got to see a peek inside, you know, stuff behind the show and her little party that she had with her Sweet 16 car, and it was just so iconic and everything of the sort. I can't stop saying iconic because that's just literally what she is. Icon next to that picture is Kim Kardashian. Story number two, 
I don't get to talk about this girl very often, so I'm really excited that I had a chance to get a story on her, which is Megan Trainer reveals the sex of her baby on the Kelly Clarkson show. Um, Megan Trainer lately, I don't know if her music's just been popping up for me and I've just been feeling myself, but all her songs are fucking bops. I enjoy them so immensely. It's so embarrassing how much I danced in the kitchen to these songs. Um, but I didn't know she was pregnant and I'm really excited that I got to watch the clip of her sharing with everybody that she's having a baby boy. And I just find boy moms are so cool because, well, except if you're Mary Rizzo and Luca Rizzo. Anyways, um, I find boy moms so cool. I mean, as much as I joke about my brother being the favorite child, the bond between a mom and son, I'm sure is just crazy. And the love is just immense. And I hope one day I get to um, experience that. For right now, I'm extremely jealous of my brother for being the favorite child, which is why I talk about it so much. Um, (laughs) But I think Megan's going to make such a great mom. And she's just so cute. And she's all about that base. And I think she's going to be such a beautiful mother. So I'm so, so excited for her. And story number three. Um... I don't know his name. This is a really bad tea of the week, you guys. The guy from Kissing Booth, (laughs) Jacob Elordi, I think his name is, um, was spotted with Kaya Gerber. Not sure how I feel about this. I thought he was dating Zendaya, which, like, how do you get better than Zendaya? You don't. So I'm not entirely sure what he's doing, but that's fine. They're just as beautiful each. I just, like, would prefer Zendaya. And that's your Tea of the Week. Honestly, I'm just way too excited for this episode for you guys to listen. Tea of the Week was so difficult this week. I mean, you guys are going to hear in the episode how difficult and unorganized podcasting can be. And because I have this segment every week, it's so hard to find stories every single week. So if you guys are liking the Tea of the Week, please DM me at Tash Podcast. If you guys hate the Tea of the Week and you guys would rather me just go straight to a guest, let a girl know. Give me some feedback. If you guys hear or want anything else, please hit me up at Tash Podcast. Now, enjoy the episode. Hello everyone. I'm not going to say welcome to the Tea with Tash podcast because today's a very special collaboration episode. We are here with Amanda. I'm so excited. We both collectively have been trying to do a podcast to collab with a different podcaster to chat about the podcasting world and both of us are fairly new. Like She started just after me, so we're both quarantine podcasters and... We're just here to, well, on my end, we're spilling the tea on podcasting. For hers, we are trying to figure out how we even got here. That's what we're trying to figure out. How did we get this far? Is our podcast, you guys can find it on every platform. Amanda, welcome to our collective of conversation. Thank you so much. We are here to get far and get the tea. We have so much to cover. So I'm excited for you to share your information with my listeners and also for everyone to get to know us. My, my podcast doesn't really talk about me very much, and I love talking about myself, so I am ready to go. If you met any one of my friends or my family, they'll tell you that I love to talk about myself. <laughs> I might cut you off. That's just my style. That's just how it is. 
Um, I won't because I like you, so it's fine. We actually had a really nice conversation before even podcasting, and we were on the phone for almost like an hour just talking about trying to plan this episode. (laughs) So I want you to tell my fans what your podcast is, what it's called, what you focus on, and then we'll go from there. Sure. First of all, I love the way you say fans. There's like an accent. Fans. Really? Oh, you're not, now you're saying it differently. Okay, you you said it with like your pinky up. You were like fans, ten my fans. Okay, now it's British. Anyway, hey everybody, my podcast is called How Did I Get This Far, which was very carefully decided with a, a survey I did to decide what I wanted to call the podcast because I truly don't know how I got this far, and everybody can probably relate. They don't know how to do a lot of basic things. I certainly grew up getting away with not doing a lot of basic skills, using my charm to get people to help me, Um, whether it's getting an oil change, installing a shelf, making hard-boiled eggs, registering to vote, buying a car. Like, we never learn that stuff. So true. And sure, there's YouTube, and YouTube's amazing, and I'm absolutely not trying to replace YouTube. I'm trying to help people learn things, and myself, before it comes time that we're panicking because we have to figure it out. Like, we don't really YouTube how to buy a car until we're about to buy a car. Totally. But what if there was a way where we can kind of get familiar with it, understand it, before it's time to have that moment in our adult lives? So that's kind of the concept. We're trying to figure out how we got this far and now trying to better ourselves for the future. That's so smart because you just brought up, like, pretty much everything you just said. I still don't know how to do. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I got to the whole boiling eggs thing, and now I ate them so much that I just can't eat them anymore. So... That is the the con of learning new things. (laughs) You do one keto diet, and it ruins everything for you. I can't eat chicken either now. Like, any sort of, like, pre-made or day-old chicken, the smell alone. And my boyfriend is a bodybuilder, or was. He's done a couple competitions and stuff. So he, like, pretty much boils his chicken to eat every day, and I want to throw up. Well, that's disgusting. That is not the way to treat a chicken. It's so gross. I'd rather starve. Okay. Anyways, moving on from this conversation. Let's have everyone, let's have my fans here from you now. Uh, tell us about your podcast. Um, so my name is Tash. Um, I run the Tea with Tash podcast. I'm based out of Vancouver in Canada, not in Washington. Um, A lot of people get that wrong, because when I try to have people on for guests, they're like, oh my god, you're in Washington? Nope, I'm in Canada. (laughs) Anyways, I run this podcast here in Vancouver, and I just started it because I had gotten into podcasts through my boyfriend and just listening to a lot of things, like I listen to a Housewife podcast, I listen to Caitlin Bristow, she's one of my favorite podcasters, who is also Canadian, which was kind of one of the driving forces to me starting my own Um, And I'm just the type of person that has naturally a lot to say. I love to be in the middle of the conversation. I love to be the highlight of the conversation. Like you and I spoke about earlier, I love to talk about myself. I love to talk about my experiences. And if somebody can gain any sort of experience from my experiences, then like, I'm good. That's all I want is for someone to learn off of my mistakes. Um, So I try to have a lot of guests where I can learn something new. And if not, then try and teach something new myself or just have a real conversation I love to prioritize my friends and my family on this podcast as well because as much as I would love to have you know the Caitlin Bristows and the singers and the all that it's sometimes especially when for small podcasters like us it's not reality and I don't know what more realness you can have than 
from talking to a mom or from talking to a best friend who's going through a hard time or just talking about their career. So we like to spill the tea about everything here. That's my kind of niche. We spill the tea on everything. Um, Sometimes it's tea. Sometimes it's tequila. It just depends on the day. (laughs) And I just like to have fun, honestly. Like this podcast today is about podcasting. And I feel like because you and I are so new at this, that we've experienced things that maybe someone who's listening right now wants to know, well, how the hell do I get started? Or how did you get started? And that's what we're here for today. And that's exactly what we wanted. So I'm excited. Yeah. And something interesting that you brought up, the idea of, do you want those big names, those big stars? And I don't think it's out of the question. You absolutely could get Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. Uh, you can absolutely get her. I mean, I actually had Ben Higgins on my podcast, and I recorded with him before I even launched. And I had emailed his company, not even thinking about it ever again, because there's, like, no way that I'm going to hear from him. And then when I did hear back, I was like, okay, I can shoot for the stars sometimes because this is happening. I think this is working out. But you bring up a good point, though. You don't always need that. And I kind of struggle with debating if I want someone with followers or if I want somebody that's, like, recognizable because that's not my podcast. My podcast is about basic skills. And the really awesome mechanic down the road is just as qualified of a guest as – I mean, I don't even know if there's a famous mechanic out there, but like, and that's kind of my debate is, do I really want to hurt for that or not? Totally. And yes, there are famous mechanics because my dad watches every single show. Let me tell you. Oh my God. Look how clueless I am. (laughs) So it's a balance. I want somebody that is a mix of great personality. I don't want someone dull to be talking because it's already usually a dull topic. Yes. And then I want someone that is a reliable source, like someone that has the experience. There's so many different bloggers or someone that I could reach out to, but ultimately, if they don't have a skill to educate, I have to keep the integrity of my podcast, and that's really important to me, is to make sure my goal of educating us on basic skills is the forefront of my show. Yeah, and I don't think people realize, like, actually how much work goes into a podcast, because people who are just sitting and listening to this are just like okay I'm listening to it you guys are having a conversation how hard can it be but the backstory of emailing each other Instagram message and being like hey my name is and this is what I want to do and you were so gracious enough to be like hell yeah let's do it Mm -hmm. and that's still a lot of work like we're on two different time zones like you're in New Jersey that's something we had to figure out and Like I told Amanda when we first started, I'm like, I'm not good with time zones, so you need to tell me when to be ready. (laughs) Like, that takes time. Or when I do have a guest, I just recently did my first, like, in-person, socially distant guest appearance, and I rented a studio, and we did a whole thing, and you have to figure all that out. Now you have to, not that I cared about the money, but you have to pay for a studio. You have to organize what you're going to say, and now you're almost more nervous because you're not just online. You're in live and in living color Mm -hmm. you see everything which is what I love because the facial expressions and the actual chemistry is so much more than what it is on zoom and I think people heard that this week on my episode with um, my girl she's called at the working girl.ca she's super cool influencer from Vancouver and it was just so nice to just have someone in person and not have to worry about wi-fi or worry about a connection or my mic working like there's just so much more to it that I didn't know before I started a podcast which is so crazy 
like even the slightest bark from one of my 10,000 dogs over there, like you hear everything and you just, all these little details you didn't know all of a sudden are arising. You're like, I need to edit that out. I need to fix this. I need to add music. I need to figure out what I'm talking about. And it's just, it's so crazy to me that how easy I thought this is. And here I am like almost six months after starting and now sitting back and be like, this is a lot of work, but I love it. I love every stressful minute of it. And I'm a very stress person, high stress. I'm always in a high stress situation at work. So like, you know, I'll have to do something for content or something. And it's always last minute. I always stress about it. I do my tea of the week every night at like 10 o'clock before that episode needs to be like ready to go. <laughs> oh my God, that, that's stressing me out. Oh. Yeah, and my whole team behind me is like, Tash, can you stop doing that, please? Like, now we have like a set schedule on when things go in, so now I'm a little bit better. But that just started this week. Like, let's not get crazy. <laughs> the good thing to talk about, actually, is kind of having a schedule because, you know, you mentioned that you have a team. I wish I could say that sentence. I am almost completely solo still. Um, I do have one friend, Mickey, which I am obsessed with. I hope, Mickey, you're listening to this because I love you so much. You're literally such a lifesaver. Hi, Mickey. <laughs> Hi, Mickey. She has edited about half of my episodes, um, and I obviously I recruit my guest. I write out my episode notes. I review it with my guest. I record it. I edit, and then I do all the social media, and that is not my job. That is my passion project. So this is all happening while I'm living the rest of my life. And so I'm very jealous that you have people that are helping you. Can you talk about how you did that? Like, how do you have a team? How did that come about? Well, I don't, when I say a team, it's just me and another girl. Um, I spoke about her last week too, and I'm actually hoping to have her on because she's a talented little spitfire. I would literally not function Mm -hmm. without her. But yeah, my girl Tash, um, shout out to her because she's literally my left arm. She is my social media girl. I will never take credit for my social media. I help her with what I want (laughs) and I help her with maybe captions or what I'm looking for in my head. Like when I first started this podcast and I was doing the marketing myself, quote unquote, I wasn't really marketing myself. It just was another Instagram post. But (laughs) when I was doing it myself, I literally attracted zero people. I didn't know how to like hashtag like there's such an art to the social media part like passion of it that I just I can't grasp it I can do my own Instagram with like a cute Christmas tree and like a cute little you know that's it Tash is she's so talented and like I'm glad that I have the means to have a team right now who knows maybe one day I might be able to have a team but for right now I'm making it work and I would never not make it work for her because she's worth every single penny (laughs) every single penny that's awesome yeah and so it it is a lot of work but like we both said we love it we're passionate about it there's a reason we dedicate so much time to it but it it's a lot (laughs) it is a lot and I honestly don't think people understand it yeah no the podcasters as much as podcasts aren't new it's still a new concept I think to a lot of people so that too but at the same time I do want to say starting a podcast has made connecting with people so I want to say easy, like, especially during a pandemic, I have connected with amazing people, including you, through this pandemic that I would have never met outside of the pandemic. Like, it has been a great resource for meeting new people. And because it's just audio for the most part, it's not as difficult to be a part of it because you don't need them in person with you. You, I mean, obviously, like you said, it's better, um, but you don't have to. And there's so many, there's so much room for flexibility with doing it, which is one of 
the biggest perks about doing a podcast. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I also find, too, that I was an outgoing person before I started a podcast, but I'm almost professionally outgoing now. Like, I, I feel like I approach people better. Even, like, my job is a lot of um, one-on-one. So I naturally have a very good personable attitude and I feel like now that I'm talking to people who I don't know or who are taking the time for me not that my attitude changes with people who I already know or anything like that I'm not trying to sound disrespectful to anybody that I do know but I just find that my I don't know my demeanor changes when I'm talking to like you not in a bad way or like I'm two-faced or anything let's not get it twisted um but just to a point that I'm just more professional in the way I talk. And I realized that sometimes in the past, maybe the way that I was talking to somebody or the way that I would say something is not necessarily the wrong way to say it, but it just wasn't right either, if that makes sense. So if anything, podcasting has taught me to really like chill out. Like don't be so aggressive, Tash, chill out. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I used to get told that I was like too aggressive as well, but I think you need a little bit of that like sass and like, forward moving oh. attitude but I have one friend that's the aggressive one and that's just me I mean I chose this life I chose it, girl. <laughs> but tell us how you started like wanting to start a podcast like what was the initial idea of you like being like you know what I'm just gonna do this like what was that moment like for you so I actually had this idea I've always had this idea of being kind of the comedic relief host who doesn't know how to do anything and is totally open to admitting it and having people teach me how to do basic skills. I wanted that to be a YouTube show and then realized, like, I don't have the time or the knowledge on how to do that. So I kind of just dropped the idea. Then I started hearing podcasts. I was like, okay, these are cool. And then it clicked for me that this idea could be a podcast and probably even better so because people listen to podcasts as they're going about their day doing other things. And that's all I wish I had was that just kind of hearing some of these key terms I wish I knew or just basic steps I wish I knew. And that can happen while I'm doing something else. And so I think a podcast in my head made the most sense. The reason I decided to pursue it, um, actually, I had a boss who was building his own podcast space. So I was like, okay, if I get my stuff together, I can record in this space. And then by the time I had the guts to do it, actually, no, I didn't have the guts to do it. Then the pandemic hit. And then I, I let go of all of my excuses because all of them were things that the pandemic just stopped. Um, I couldn't travel. I couldn't, you know, my job had paused for a little while. Um, I had all the time in the world. There was nothing else to do. I couldn't go hang out with friends. So it hit me. I was like, okay, I don't have that podcast space with me now, but I don't really have any other excuse. And you don't need a podcast space to start. Of course, that's awesome. You don't need it. And so I decided, I actually had listened to this webinar and it was basically, okay, what is the one thing that's always bothering you? It's always on your mind. And I wrote down podcast. And then the sentence was, okay, fill in the blank with that word and say the sentence, coronavirus is the best thing to happen to my blank. And I put podcast and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to take this as like a negative, which it totally is, but I'm going to look at this as a motivator to start. So I just used like the iPhone headphones, my laptop and Zoom, and I just started emailing people and started booking and just started making notes of what I thought made sense for an episode just kind of went for it but it took a lot of guts to finally do it It took me over a year to finally do it that is so funny because it took me also a year to like figure it out interesting yeah I just a long time (laughs) it's a long time and like I 
loved the talking part of the radio station. Like, right before, and they're, like, telling us news or funny articles or whatever. I always loved that part. And when the music came on, I was like, wow, by the time this song is over, I'm going to be out of the car, and I'm not going to know what they're talking about. That bothered me. And that really bothered me to the point where I was, like, Googling what they were talking about after because I was, I don't like thoughts. And for me, mm-hmm. podcasting is all talking. I am an all-talk girl. I don't do anything else. And I'm the type that, like, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And I talked about it for an entire year. I drove my friends, my family, my boyfriend crazy about it, like, bouncing ideas off of them. But I love them all. But nobody knew what this platform was. So for me, it was kind of like going in blind. And I had started it. I mean, I, you guys got shut down, I think, the same time we did uh, for COVID. And, it was mid-March. Yeah, and I think I released my first episode, like, the week before. Oh, wow. So, I just haven't stopped. But I had a long time figuring out what my podcast face was going to look like, what my audio, how I was going to record. I don't use GarageBand. I use an app, um, which is easier for me because I'm so bad with technology. I'll do an episode eventually on technology, and you'll have to listen to that one. <laughs> yeah, I probably need it. I could barely use my iPhone. Never mind. <laughs> I just, like, woke up one day, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record it. I'm just going to do it and just see what happens. And I just received a lot of love back from, like, my friends and family. And I think I'm slowly, with you, of course, we're slowly starting that podcasting ladder where we're starting to kind of get our name out there, where, like, people are like, oh, I wonder what she's talking about this week. And even just, like, to look. And sometimes I just tell my friends, I'm like, just swipe to the end. I don't really care if you listen. Just swipe to the end. That's all I need. <laughs> um, my parents included. My mom's like, what are you talking about here? I'm like, just just swipe to the end, Mom. Like, don't. Um, but I still think that I'm learning, um, which is what I try to do with every episode. Like, I see you have, like, a really cute setup. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to try for this setup next week because it's so cute. I know she's not talking about me specifically because I am in a closet with no decorations. Well, coast 
because uh, I live normally in Los Angeles, I decided to go to New Jersey, where I'm from, be with my family during this weird time, and when, this is when I started, so I was like, you know what, all my research says you should record in a closet if you don't have a space, because it helps kind of mute the sound and the echoes, so I was like, okay, I have no shame, I'll record in, in a closet, so I have my parents' <laughs> walk-in closet, but when I go back to L.A., I do not have a walk-in closet, so I don't know what I'm going to do when I go back. You'll figure it out. You touched on work. Um, do you want to tell us kind of what you do? And Because I know what you do. I've heard it's really cool. And <laughs> I think it would be really exciting for everybody else to hear. Yeah, I actually love talking about what I do for work because it is so fascinating to people. And it's very fun because it's it's my every day, but it's very cool to other people. And I do kind of mention it a little bit because I share my own stories in my podcast. And I feel bad. That's one of the reasons I was so excited to talk to you is because I feel bad referring to my life when no one knows what I'm talking about, who might be new, obviously my friends and family know, but, uh, so I work in casting for TV. I've done both scripted, so that's with actors and unscripted, so reality programs and commercials. Um, but I've noticed my biggest passion is with reality TV, game shows. Those are my favorite because the energy is high all the time. Uh, people are so excited about the opportunities for this, like, once-in-a-lifetime chance to be on a game show, and I just think that's, it's so fun. Uh, so I've done shows for ABC, Game Show Network, Fox, um, all kinds of different platforms, BuzzFeed, Facebook, Netflix, so it's really, really cool. Um, I'm currently working on two Game Show Network shows, which I'm sure not everybody knows, uh, that cable network, but I grew up watching it. It's literally a cable network of all these different game shows and so there's two that I'm casting now so if anyone's listening that's in Southern California by the time you hear this I think there's one week left of casting um, but it's called Chain Reaction and Get a Clue and they are both fun wordplay games that you can just look up on YouTube um, but yeah feel free to email me <laughs> and um, but yeah so that's my job I find people get them these awesome shows uh, to be on and uh, I do that for work you have one that was, like, your biggest project that, like, maybe people might know? Well, okay, so before I started casting, um, I actually worked as an audience coordinator for shows that had you know, audiences in them, which, of course, now is weird, but back then I did so many shows, including award shows, like the Teen Choice Awards, Kids' Choice Awards, America's Got Talent, and cool. Big Brother, which is my favorite show. Oh my gosh, that was the best day ever. I think I worked on that two different days, but that was definitely my favorite. Um, and then another show that I helped uh, coordinate audience for was The Price is Right. Just every day people would rush up to check in with me, and they'd be like, I came here all the way from Ohio. This is the best day of my life. I've been waiting 30 years. And it's just like, this is just a Tuesday for me. So it's those moments that are just really cool make me really really lucky that I I've had these job experiences that is so cool and two things one thing is that I watched Prices Right growing up with my grandparents so that show holds like such a dear little place in my heart and me and my grandfather on my mom's side used to like bet who would win and we bet like 25 cents but it was always his 25 cents so like I never really won it was always his money second thing like low-key working on Teen Choice Awards and stuff like that. Like, that's a subtle flex. That's so cool. Please tell me you wore a cute outfit. Actually, my 
Tell me. I take back what I said my favorite story was. I'm going to tell you my oh, actual favorite story, and it was from the Teen Choice Awards. Okay. Um, so I actually went once um, as an audience coordinator, and I actually also went once when I used to work at Fox. So I've had a couple of memories there, but the one when I worked uh, coordinating audience is one of my favorite ever memories in my life. Um, so my job was to handle the quote-unquote mosh pit, which was a group of teenagers that were all up standing oh right up God. on the stage, or right in front of the stage. And my job, being as as tall as teenagers at twenty something year old, my job was to be in the like kind of the front of the crowd, making sure their energy is high. So I would kind of push my way through the crowd, and I basically got to enjoy the show with these teens for work. But that's not even the best part. So the best part was before the show started, these kids had to basically sit at right in front of the stage for like. I don't even know, like, three hours before we started the actual award show. And so they're just there. They're not allowed to bring anything with them, so they don't have water. And I'm like, okay, we need to get them water. So I found a, a production assistant, and I was like, do you have any water that I can just give them? He gives me a whole box of water. I start giving them to the kids that are towards the back, not by the stage. And then I realize, like, yes, pass it back, pass it back, but not all of them are. They want the water themselves. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should just, like, go on stage so I can get the kids in the front? But is that... Is that weird? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I go up on the stage. Yes, I have boxes of water, but I just, like, ignore the water for a second because the kids are so excited. They're, like, screaming, like, hey, 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 and they're screaming for the water. But it felt really cool because I felt like a celebrity with, like, these teens screaming at me while I'm on the Teen Choice stage. I was like, guys, like, I know you're just asking for the water, but... I kind of feel famous right now. And they're like, what's your name? And I said, Amanda. And they're like, we love you, Amanda. It's the best moment of my life. And then I gave them water. That's hysterical. I love that. And just, like, the fact that you can say that you worked on that, like, that's so freaking cool. I just want to walk one red carpet in my life. Just one. Like, give me a bomb, black, high-neck dress with some really cute shoes and a clutch, and I'm set. Like, that's all I want. I just want one moment. No, it's awesome. Again, I don't know how this looks post-pandemic, but before the pandemic, there's actually a lot of different ways to get to go to award shows as a seat filler or just as someone that's attending them. I've attended, not for work, but for fun. I've attended, like, the Radio Disney Music Awards, the Grammys, the Emmys, and it's all through these sites where you just apply and just hope you get it. It's totally free. Your job is basically to make sure that these seats get filled so that when the camera pans to the audience, it always looks full. Because when a celebrity accepts an award, they walk away or they go to the bathroom or whatever, and so the seats are empty. And so your job as some normal person is to fill that seat so it looks full. But you still get to pick a cute outfit. You still dress up. You still look cute. That's hard. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Oh, my God. That is so cool i wish i lived in the state so i could like just be on one show just one i just want to be on one game show we'll make it happen like it's gonna happen. i'm gonna figure it out for you and we're gonna make i it would die to be on big brother canada because i don't think i can apply for the big brother in the states well obviously not right now but i don't think even before but big brother canada is just as good i don't think the prize money is as much as what you guys would give but i still think that'd be fun oh my god you should apply why aren't you um i low-key did so I'm kind of excited. Um, so I'm putting it out to the world that maybe I'll get in. Oh my gosh. You guys, you heard when. You guys heard when I get in. But yeah, that's a really cool job. And I didn't even know that job existed. I thought like a lot of people just like applied to be on game shows and like, but I guess you'd be the person to like interview them or something. I don't know. I wouldn't, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's honestly, and I can totally go into this more. I'm actually going to do an episode on this um, for, like, how to get mm. on a TV show. Good idea. Um, with a casting producer who's worked on a bunch of shows, like The Circle on Netflix cool. and The Bachelor. Um, so that episode is coming on my podcast. But um, just to touch on it a bit, yes. So there's always a casting team that does this work. So, like, gets the people and shows them to the network to get their approval to be on the show. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for listening to my episode with Amanda from How Did I Get This Far podcast. I'm sure you guys could hear how much fun we're having, and I want you guys to tune in next week to hear the rest of the fun. You guys will not be disappointed by these two episodes. Honestly, I've never been so excited for an episode. Well, I'm just kidding. Every week I'm excited for my episodes. Um, But because this is a special collaboration episode, I'm just so pumped for you guys to hear all the conversation that we have. Um, be sure to follow me at Tash Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you guys get your podcasts. Please, please, please leave a review and give five stars if you think I am so deserving of. Thank you guys for your continued support, and I look forward to spilling the tea with you guys. And until next week, sit back, relax, and leave spilling the tea to me. Bye, guys. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.